about two different people, Mr. A and Mr. B. Mr. A enlisted in the United States Military Academy and would serve in the United States Army for six years. He would get injured in combat and would have to convalesce in a hospital for a month recovering from his combat injuries. After his service in the military, he would go on to get elected to the Congress and would serve for many years in Congress. He'd eventually get elected as a senator and would eventually go on to become the Secretary of Defense of the United States of America. He would also marry the, the daughter of the President of the United States of America. If we would stop the picture right there and I'd ask you, is Mr. A a real patriot? Is he loyal to the United States of America? We'd say yes, a real patriot, really loyal. That's Mr. A. I want to introduce you to Mr. B. Mr. B never really achieved much success in his early life. He would go on to law school, become a lawyer, but really wouldn't accomplish all that much, and he would be relatively anonymous in his circles. At one point, he'd signed up for the National Guard, but that didn't really work out. He only, did, he only served for a few months. Eventually, later on in life, he'd get himself elected to Congress, but he'd only serve one term. He, never, he wouldn't get re-elected. He tried running for office again multiple times, and he failed. Didn't get elected. If we'd stop the story there and ask, is Mr. B a patriot? Is he a loyal American? We would say he's a wonderful guy. Sure, he's patriotic. But certainly when you'd compare him to Mr. A, we'd say Mr. B, he's not nearly as much of a patriot, not nearly as loyal as Mr. A. We read about the story of Moses, we read about the story of the Pharaoh, two diametrically opposed characters and figures in the Torah narrative. The Pharaoh is the evil villain who would go on to put the Jews through all sorts of terrible decrees, a holocaust. That's what, that's what's, what happened in Egypt. The Pharaoh was a terrible, terrible person. You know, Moses, the opposite. He was a great leader. He was a wonderful person. He'd be a real hero and a real great person of character, personality within the Jewish people. Where did they come from? Where did the Pharaoh come from? Where did Moses come from? If you think about it, you rewind the story. We know the story is Joseph with his brothers. Joseph is the viceroy in the land of Egypt. He's the head of the economy. He's the Pharaoh's right-hand man. He turns the economy into the leading economy in the entire known world at the time. He's the Pharaoh's advisor, and the Pharaoh trusts Joseph, and Joseph is really the one who's dominating the Egyptian kingdom and government. If you'd stop the Pharaoh right now and say, are you a loyal guy to, to Joseph? He said, of course. What's interesting is we find the Pharaoh eventually is gonna go and enslave the Jewish people. According to the Talmud, the verse says, A new king arises in Egypt. He didn't know Joseph. According to one opinion in the Talmud, it was a new regime. The old Pharaoh had died. That Pharaoh who was loyal, who was trusted by Joseph, he died and it was a new regime. But according to a different opinion in the Talmud, it's actually the same person, or certainly the same line of heredity. And it was the Pharaoh who, the same Pharaoh who was so loyal and so trusted by Joseph he eventually turned. He went from being a good, loyal person to Joseph to end, in, to end up being treacherous, to being that terrible person who would enslave the Jewish people. He shifted. He started off being good and loyal. He ended up being a villain. That's the story of Pharaoh. And if we look at the story of Moses, something interesting emerges. We know Moses is the leader of the Jewish people who takes them out of the land of Egypt, performs all the miracles, receives the Torah, and leads the Jewish people. But where did he come from? 
Do you know that when Moses was appointed the leader, he was 80 years old, he would lead the Jewish people for the last 40 years of his life, between the ages of 80 and 120. Where was he before he was 80? Talmud tells us, the Medrash explains, for the first 20 years, according to some opinions, he grew up in the house of, of the Pharaoh. But then he got banished. He was exiled. For 60 years, he lived in the land of Midian. I'm sure he was a wonderful guy, and I'm sure he worked on himself and had a lot of personal growth. But he was anonymous. He was a stranger in a strange land. We know virtually nothing about Moses for the first two-thirds of his life. If you'd stop Moses when he's 79 years old and say, Moses, who are you? I'm sure he was a confident guy, and I'm sure he would tell you, I'm a wonderful person. I'm doing you know, the best that I can. But if you'd ask Moses, are you this great person, the leader of the Jewish people, that great person who'd give us the Torah? He'd say, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just a shepherd living in a strange land. Such an interesting perspective. The Pharaoh started off a good, decent, loyal person and changed to become the villain that he was. Moses on, the, Moses, on the other hand, he starts off as a regular guy, an anonymous person, not well known for the first two thirds of his life. And if you'd stop him right there and you'd ask him, he'd say, I'm just a regular guy. If you ever look at the bottom of a mutual fund or on the fine print, of a stock prospectus, you'll find one of the most important lessons written in the fine print on the bottom. Past, past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. That's an important lesson when it comes to investing, but it's also a really critical lesson when it comes to our personal growth. Who we've been, what we've done up until now is fantastic, but that does not guarantee, nor does it assure us, who we will be. And if you woke up today, if God granted you life today, it's because you haven't yet fulfilled your purpose. And it very likely may be that tomorrow will be the most defining part of your life. It might be the most critical moment in your entire lifetime. Whether for the good, like in the case of Moses, who for 80 years didn't accomplish all that much on a national level, or it might be like the Pharaoh, who started off as a wonderful, wonderful person, but later on in his life becomes a villain, makes some really bad choices. What you've done does not guarantee who you will be. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. That is such a critical life lesson. If, let's say, we haven't lived the lives that we're so proud of, you know, that's, a, that's all right, because we still have tomorrow, and we can become great people, and it's very possible tomorrow, that's what's going to define our lives. And if we have been great people, and we've accomplished a lot of great things, be careful, because tomorrow you might make a mistake that might ruin your entire life. You might make a choice that will completely destroy your life, and you might end up becoming a villain like the Pharaoh. We've got to be so careful to recognize. And remember, past performance does not guarantee future results. Remember Mr. A, that loyal patriot? His name was Jefferson Davis, the greatest traitor in the history of the United States of America. He would go on to be the president of the Confederacy. He started off the beginning of his life as a loyal American, a hero, a combat hero, congressman, a senator, a secretary of war, but he would go on to be treasonous. He'd be a traitor. And Mr. B, that anonymous, low accomplishing, not so well-known person who only served one term in Congress, that was Abraham Lincoln, who would go on to be one of the greatest Americans in the history of the country. 
past performance doesn't guarantee future results. Let's always remember that if we woke up this morning, that means we have opportunity to achieve incredible things, and let's be careful that we don't make bad decisions that'll turn us into villains.